Yeah, let's start with the Nuggets. Um, the, thing, the thing we're all thinking, is Jamal going to play? <laughs> I, I've i just kind of like put that out of my head. I don't know why. Just I feel like... I don't know. In February, in February, we were hearing murmurs of him like coming back in like early March, and it it just kept like getting teased, but we never actually like saw any footage of him playing, other than like playing, you know, one on one or one v three versus like the coaches. Um, so I was never like super convinced, and still am not, regardless of or despite, you know, all these tweets coming out about, like, uh, by, like, Tim Conley, like, saying, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if he was, you know, dressed up for game one or whatever. I, I'm i not buying it. I think we just got to gotta assume he's he's out for the season. But do you guys have Do we think they're opinion? doing that to F with, with Golden State? Because they, like, wouldn't know how to game plan. That's my only thought, like, why they keep doing that. Because it's really it's, irresponsible to do for the, for the fans, I think. <laughs> it's similar to what Brooklyn is doing with Simmons. Like they keep putting out videos and yeah. saying like he might be back, but I don't think there's any chance he's back either. Um but we'll see. I mean, I hope I'm wrong. I hope both guys play. I hope everyone who's like, you know, questionable gets to play. It makes for, you know, a better playoffs. But assuming he doesn't play, Mike, I'll start with you. How are you feeling going into this Golden State Golden State series? I am feeling uh, like it's going to be a battle that it might be a little too much for us, uh, given our problems on the defensive end. But I think we can nick a couple of games and make it interesting. What about you, Joe? I think. We might win in six. I don't know why I feel that way. I think the Warriors always underestimate us. So that's my hope going into it. Um, and I hope everyone is just really, I mean, Monte's locked in via the Twitters. So everyone's locked in. <laughs> um, like I think Nate always says, I don't think Golden State has a a center to guard Jokic. So that's always our advantage. And I, I was trying to remember what the, regular season series was it was it was three to one and the one game they won yeah was the most recent one at home and we had played i think five games in seven nights when like they were complaining about a back-to-back yeah but we had actually had it, it might have been like seven games in 11 nights or something ridiculous um we were absolutely gassed for that game so and, and we they, looked good i mean like look few times we won against them i remember that. yeah and and they battled injuries um like i don't think draymond ever dressed against us but you know you hear people talk about like the mismatches in the series and like how will denver guard um golden state's five guard lineup that includes you know draymond at the five i guess and i don't know you just gotta like flip that because there's no like draymond cannot guard Jokic, and yes like Jokic. Maybe he could average 50 in a series, and that would be, that would be enough. But he definitely needs guys around him to step up and and knock shots down, and and they need to play you know defense that they were when you know when the Nuggets were playing hard and playing well. So, but I do want to I do want to talk about the odds just to you know see what's out there and what everyone else is thinking about this because obviously you know as Nuggets fans we're a bit biased, but. 
Um, the the Warriors are currently at minus two fifty to win the series, so that's that's pretty heavy favorites. I mean, if you look across some of the other series, um, like the Celtics are minus one forty. Uh, Bucks are obviously heavy favorites. Uh, Philly is only minus 184. So, you know, if you're not familiar with like betting, the higher the minus, the more the more uh, favored the team is. So um, minus 250 is pretty significant. And if you look at the odds for like the series, um, the series spread and everything, the, the best odds are for Golden State to win four to one. Um, at plus 290 so which is rude <laughs> yeah I, I don't think that's gonna happen the second best is uh oddly is for golden state to win four to three so that's what like you know experts think is gonna happen you know one of those two scenarios are the most likely i'm assuming the difference between the one and the three is like a healthy staff or not and maybe they think the Nuggets can nick a game or two while Steph like isn't fully healthy, and obviously that is a big question mark going into this series. But Mike, I want to take it to you. Who on? Let's start with the Warriors. Who do you think, like one or two or three, like X factors that you think are gonna sway this series? And you know, I think back to Nuggets playoff series in the past. Obviously. Um, I think it was three seasons ago when we lost to the Blazers. And um, who was it in that? Oh, CJ had like a couple really, really good games where he played like abnormally well. Also, like Zach Collins, like getting a bunch of putbacks and stuff, like kind of uh, helping helping eliminate us. Like, like Myers Leonard had like, <laughs> yeah, some, like, really good games. But Not even in- I may have gotten my wires crossed on like my white bigs. From Portland, my bad. Yeah, I think Myers Leonard is the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so going yeah. to this series, what are you thinking? Um. Well, I think All Star starter Andrew Wiggins. Um. You know, which which one are we gonna see? Are we gonna see you know him being you know super impactful, or you know is he going to you know be kind of the you know streaky kind of player that he's been for his entire career he certainly has not been impressive at all like I think as Clay's kind of gotten more of the share of the ball he's been less impressive I think probably a lot of that has to do with Steph not being on the floor and creating space for everybody so provided that Steph is on the floor is moving as much off the ball they're setting a ton of off the ball screens like our our rotations are definitely gonna like we'll have to leave you know, not guys open, but leave guys, you know, with enough space to shoot. So for me, it'd be guys like, like Wiggins, um, like Poole, uh, you know, are they like Clay, you know, are they going to be able to, to knock down the shots when kind of we get lost? Cause I, you know, having not really locked in on defense all season, uh, or at least for like the last like five months, I, I'm hesitant to think that we can just like lock in because it's the playoffs. Wiggins is like a natural X Factor player, so that that's a that's a good shout. Uh, Joe, what do you think? Who who is your X Factor for the Warriors? I think it's obvious to me. It's Jordan Poole, my most improved player candidate from the beginning. Um, I think this is like really his like playoffs to shine. So I'll see if I'm just curious if he actually goes off or not. Because if he's scoring 30 points, Steph's 
scoring 30 points, that's going to be really tough to stop. So I'm really curious to see how the, who matches up with who, um, just because they have so many three-point shooters. Um, but I think it's him. And then I think um, besides the other stars, it's that, um, how do you pronounce his name? Kuminga guy. Oh, yeah. He's really the only guy who can maybe stop Boogie or maybe Jokic. I mean, you know, it's like, who are they going to put on him? So. Yeah. Yeah, I I kind of agree um, with the pool shout. And also, I think with Jordan Poole, so I, I completely agree. I think he deserves uh, most improved player this year. I really, really like Jordan Poole. I'm a big fan of his. He's super good. Um, I just think with the way Golden State has kind of treated that roster and the rotation since Clay's gotten back, like I feel like they're almost like sleeping on him, like their own coach and team. Um, like if I were them, I would run way more sets for him. Um, I, I would give him more playing time than he like currently gets. So I'm curious to see what his minutes look like and uh, how many of those lineups where he's out there with Steph and Clay um, and Draymond and probably, you know, Wiggins as well. So, yeah, I'm interested to see how, how often they run, like, the small ball lineup, um, how many minutes he gets, whether he closes. So I, I think he's a good shout for X-Factor. Um, Clay is kind of an obvious choice as well, just because since he's gotten back from injury, we've seen, like, crazy variations in his play, um, like Mike was getting at. And, like, I think the other night he went for, like, 38 or maybe he even had 40. Um, but no looked, one was guarding him, let's be he, real. <laughs> he, I mean, his shot looked really good, but he's also had games since he came back where he his shot has been super off and, um, you know, ha- just really hasn't looked like himself. But the only reason I don't really think he'll be much of an X factor is just because I think that Aaron Gordon is going to guard him. I think that is the most that makes the most sense um just as far as if you look at their lineup like i think gordon well or or wiggins i guess so whichever one of them uh, yeah whichever one of them gordon guards and i think it'll be clay just because he is a little bit of a bigger body um i'm not worried about who who gordon guards that's how confident i am in his defense um yeah but it's like do you have Aaron Gordon, guard, I don't know. Like, there's three shooters. There's Jordan Poole, Seth Curry, and Clay Thompson. Who guards the other two? Austin Rivers, and then who's, who's our third defender? Monte? I don't know. The, the problem with putting Aaron Gordon, who, depending on what lineup the, the Nuggets go with, I'm assuming it'll be the same one we've been running with Jeff Green. Um, if you put Aaron Gordon on Steph Curry... That does leave a mismatch for either Barton or Monte just because their wings are super big. I mean, other than Steph, like a lot of their, they have like big guards on their team. So it, it I don't know, it just kind of creates this like natural mismatch um, for whoever, you know, Monte or Will are guarding. So uh, Mike, what do, you, what do you think? Who do you think we'll uh, match up with? Well, I think that part of the thing is it, it doesn't necessarily matter who you match up on because they screen so much off the ball and Steph doesn't stop running. I 
Definitely um, don't think that you can do Aaron Gordon because I just don't want Aaron Gordon chasing Steph. Um, you know, I it's fine when he switches or whatever, but I don't think you want Aaron Gordon chasing Steph. I think it'll be really interesting to see if we do do a lineup change, like a starting lineup change, and we we use Austin Rivers and and move like Will to the three uh, for this game uh, because just just because of you know their their guards and their athleticism. Um, I'm not necessarily worried about individual matchups like and having a deficiency. I think that's one of the things that Jokic gives you with his ability to kind of clog up the middle and eat up those rebounds. Um, and I think it's just kind of one of those things where I think you want to have as much, as much athleticism on the court as possible. Um, yeah. And, you know, like kind of adjust from there. So I wouldn't be surprised if Austin Rivers starts I wouldn't be surprised if Austin Rivers is off the bench, you know, in five or six minutes and we, and we kind of rotate that way. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I, it is, it is going to be really interesting uh, just kind of how all this lines up, but they're, they're just not really a traditional, like, you know, half, half court, like ISO pick and roll type team. So you can't really scheme against them the way you scheme against everybody else. Yeah, for sure. And a lot of it, <clears throat> Two depends on you know the how the Nuggets want to rotate, how many guys they want to play, how the Warriors are going to rotate. Because if the Warriors, you know, decide to what a lot of teams do, you know, pull their best player early and then put um, you know their best player kind of with with a little bit of a bench lineup, then I think it makes sense to have Rivers come off the bench and gonna and and guard Steph for those uh, for those minutes. But <clears throat> yeah, it'll be super interesting. Let's um let's move on to the Nuggets. And Jill, I want to start with you. Who is your X factor for the Nuggets? And then we'll kind of get into, you know, who we think is going to play in this series. Uh, for me it's Bones because if he goes off like he did in like the Philly game, I'm trying to think of other examples. Like games are he just, you know, seemed like a starter in the league, I think we win. But I think if he doesn't I'm not saying it all rests on bones. That's a lot of pressure for a rookie, but he's, I think he's kind of our X factor in terms of, I mean, he kind of has some Steph Curry range in him. So um, I don't know who will guard him on, on the Warriors, but that'll be really fun to watch. Hopefully, hopefully he takes it on stride and doesn't get stressed. Yeah. I'd love to see just bones and Steph going shot, <laughs> shot for shot from, from the logo. <laughs> uh, Mike, who, who, who's your X factor? You might be taking cookies out. Oh, my bad. Right. Um, uh, I, was, I was just talking. I've been drinking water, trying to hydrate, you know, keep my mental health right. Uh, yep. Shout out to people battling that. Um, yeah, so I was just going to say that I think Aaron Gordon is my X factor. I I love when we can get him easy buckets. Um, and I just think like when he has energy for offense, like he really takes us to that next level. I think we need to be looking at scoring 115, 120, you know, a game. And it's hard to do the math to get there without Gordon being like a a contributor. I know, you know, he's had, he, he, he does this thing where he has like really hot halves. So I think honestly, just like one hot quarter or half you know, per game where he really, you know, can pick up some buckets that that could go a long way towards, you know, getting us to where we need to be. 
Um, so he's going to be my X factor because he's just so important on, on both ends of the ball on both ends of the floor. Sorry. I totally agree with you, Mike. I just want to do a quick shout out. I think Aaron Gordon has driven to the level of Mr. Denver along with Monte Morris. (laughs) Um, and so I'm really excited. Just, just because of the jacket. No, I just feel like he loves it here. I don't know why. I just like, I don't know. I think he's just like really bought in. But yeah, the jacket yeah. was a huge plus. It was very cool. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> I like both your shouts. Um, Aaron Gordon. Are you gonna Are you gonna say Jokic? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. So with with Aaron, I I'm super confident in his ability on both ends. I think the Nuggets have no choice but to get him involved um, offensively and especially getting getting him easy buckets, and then that kind of stretches the floor and, you know, for him to kind of knock down um, open threes and stuff. But my X Factor is Mr. X Factor, Will Barton. Oh, and didn't see that coming. Will has had an up and down year. Will, historically, I think Golden State is probably his favorite opponent. Oh, I always forget that. Good good call. I think he... I. I I don't even know if you can find the stat, but, um, you know, he typically gets over 20 a game against Golden State. So that's kind of why I'm leaning Will. I also think Monte is a bit of an X factor as well, because when Monte is playing well, you know, it really lifts up this team with Jamal most likely not playing. Um, We need Monte to step up and and play big and play like he did in that – when he came back from injury against Portland last year in the playoffs, like he was, he was huge. He had 20 plus points, I think in multiple games. So um, yeah, my, my main pick is will, but with um, kind of Monte as a wingman, I think, I think those two are going to be huge. And I, I, I'm just really curious what Malone does with this lineup. So I want to go to that next, and I'll start with Jill. Who, let's let's just say, who would you start, and who would you play? Like, what what is like your Nuggets? People? What is your Nuggets starting five, and then who comes off the bench? Um, wait, I guess I guess you keep the same lineup of Monte, Will, Aaron Gordon, Jeff Green, Jokic, and then I think you only play. Austin Rivers, Bones, and Jamichael Green for now. Unless Kevon Looney is just killing us down low or something. I don't know. I just think Boogie, he's either really hit or miss. So I think he's going to be more of a situational guy, I hope. Um, because lately, when he's in the game, we, they go on huge runs with him in. Or, like, against us. So um, I think I, we keep it at eight people, personally. Mike. I don't think Brent. I don't think Brent Forbes plays. Mike, what you got? Uh, so I'm gonna go ahead and say that I would start Rivers, um, and then do like uh, rotate. Obviously, not like you know five in, five out sort of situation. So I start Rivers. I relegate Jeff Green to the bench, and then coming off the bench, um, in a, I'd probably go Bones. Uh, Jeff, J. Mike, and Bryn Forbes in the first 
in the first half. Um, and I, I don't know. I'm like a little torn. Like part of me wants to give Boogie like two to three minutes in like the first game in the first half to see what that looks like so that we don't have any, you know, like it's okay to drop the first game on the road, you know, just to kind of see. So we don't have to like guess what it would be like if we need to adjust. Uh, but like with a very quick trigger, I, I know, you know, you don't like doing that to players, especially not like, you know, in an embarrassing situation. But like, I think I'd, I'd like to see Boogie in the first half of the first game. But, um, but like, if I had to like be really serious, I'd say it's a nine man rotation. And it's Bones, Bryn, Jeff, and J Mike coming off the bench. I, I just think that we're going to have to score that they're, you know, guard heavy and Bryn Forbes is going to give us uh, playoff experience. He's going to give us, uh, you know, like a veteran, you know, mentality out there and uh, his ability to shoot, like regardless of how hot or cold he was, he gets a week to work on his game. Um, and I just think that that that's something that, you know, you can't overlook. Yeah, all, all good points. I I think Malone ends up going with kind of a combination of what you guys said. If if I were just to guess, I think he probably doesn't change the lineup. But then um, I do think Bren will get minutes in the first game. I think Malone. It also depends on if Steph plays in the first game or not. Because if if Steph doesn't play, you know Malone might treat this like a freaking like game seven or something, you know, and just like solidify that first win. Um, just, it would be a huge advantage. So yeah, I, I really have no idea if it were up to me. I, I would, I would have signed Dave on Reed and, <laughs> and started him. Um, man, that's so, so disappointing, but yeah, I, I probably agree. I'd probably go Austin Actually, I I don't know. I just feel like in that scenario, we probably get beat on the boards a little bit. So maybe maybe I just stick with Jeff. And uh, I do agree. I think Bryn should play. I think even Boogie might play in the first game. Um, so yeah, we'll see. I think Malone might go 10 guys in the first game just to see who's up for it or not. I know you guys were all really disappointed when Faku got suspended for the first game. That really you know, mess up your lineups. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. Um, I don't know if you guys saw, but I don't, I wonder if the league like hates him because he, the guy that he like pushed posted on Twitter, like he's going to come find Faku and, and all these players are like, yeah, go get him. And I'm like, what? They're like so, a bounty on Faku's head. It, it's pretty strange. I don't even know if I saw the video, but it was just like a shove, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, that. it wasn't cool, but like not that. Uncool. Yeah, people have done way worse. It's people need to chill. Yeah, like how Jokic could have gone to jail. <laughs> what he did to the Morris twin, yeah. who hasn't played in months. Oh, uh, yeah, cringe. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna pause this here. Wait, and then we'll... I have a quick thing. Okay. Do you guys know? I just I was looking up nuggets warriors playoff history do you know we've only played each other one time in the playoffs it was in 2013 I, when they started their dynasty oh yeah I didn't isn't that crazy that. they were the they were the eight seed we were the one seed right and something we, like that and the the warriors won they won yeah. it's like when they started their dynasty that's fun fact 
Alrighty, we'll be back. Let's rip through some playoff predictions across the NBA. Let's start let's start in the West, because I feel like the West is a lot easier to talk about and whereas the East is a bit chaotic and I don't even know what I think about the East right now. So um let's start let's start with the four five matchup. Have you have you guys heard anything this morning on Luca? Because I did just see that the Jazz were heavy favorites in this series oh, all of really? a sudden. Yeah, the, the Jazz are like minus minus like three fifty to win the series. Um which is a bit surprising to me because, you know, I feel like with a healthy Luca, I feel like that that series is probably over in five games, in my opinion. The only thing I've seen yeah. is Oh, go ahead, Mike. I I yeah, I mean it, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Now, I mean, the games like actually matter now. Interesting to see if they like are still like the garbage pile that they are uh, emotionally and like team wise, and if they can like actually just like hunger down. That team does have playoff experience, they have playoff experience <clears throat> together. So, I wouldn't be surprised if they like could put, could put some semblance of like a team, you know, out there. Uh, it does look like Luca is doubtful for game one um and probably game two on monday so yeah it it does kind of look like things are trending towards the you know the uh i don't know the very sad uh and ready to be done with each other jazz team <laughs> jill you you shouted out this jazz team collapsing like a month ago and yes. i i didn't really realize it but yeah i mean this it's been interesting to see some like national media people like kind of giving the jazz some love and like pretending like this is <laughs> a good team. Um, I, I don't really know what's behind that, but if you've actually watched them in the last like few months and, or sorry, a few weeks and a little bit beyond that, um, they don't like each other. This like on paper, this is a really good team when you have, you know, your fourth and fifth options as like Bogdanovich, um, Mike Conley, Royce O'Neal, you know, Jordan Clarkson off the bench. Like this is a really good team. You have defensive player of the year, like almost every year. Um, Donovan Mitchell, who's one of the most like explosive young players in the NBA. But <laughs> When they when they step on the court, as of recently, they are not a good team. Jill, what, how do you see this series going? Well, I I didn't know that the Mavs weren't favored, so I just went and bet on them to win the series. <laughs> um, because I think with even out without Luca, the Mavs win. Um, they just look too good. Um, with all their pieces. And like I said, I don't believe in Utah. I think they're all they're going to blow up after this season, so they don't really care what happens this year. So, I mean, if you're if there's already rumors of your head coach and your two star players leaving after the season, that is so toxic. So, I don't yeah. know. Unless Wancho saves their ass, <laughs> we'll see. But I got, I got a, uh, I'll go Dallas in five. Wow. Uh, Mike, what's your official prediction? 
Dallas in seven. I'm going to agree with that. I'm going to say Dallas in seven. I think without Luka, it's going to be a defensive battle. Um, Dallas is a good defensive team. Luka isn't. I don't think Luka's a good defender, so I don't think it really changes that side of the floor. Um, and I think, you know, Spence and their their shooters, really, um, I think they get the job done with against a Utah team that no longer wants to play together. All right, let's move on uh, to the 2-7 matchup. And we don't have to talk super in-depth, but maybe just, like, give your official prediction and then maybe why. So Memphis against the T-Wolves. Jill. Um, uh, Memphis in six, just because they're going to be a little scared because they're not very experienced in the playoffs, but they're going to figure it out and win. Uh, Memphis in six as well for me. Uh, also, just like LOL to Cat totally shitting the bed in the biggest, most primetime game of his career. Did you I, watch it, Mike? It was hilarious. I, I watched every second of it. I've watched, I fell asleep last night in the, at the end of the third quarter, but I've watched all but a quarter and a half of, uh, of the play-in game so far and have had an absolute blast. Same. I, I agree. I Maybe even Memphis in five. I think maybe they lose like game two or something, but then win the rest. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I was really hoping to see Minnesota against Phoenix, and then I would just like not watch a game. Like that would be the one series I I didn't watch, um, just because those teams like both foul a ton and draw so many fouls. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll definitely tune into this because the Grizzlies are a fun team. And yeah, I think uh, Memphis in five. I think uh, it's a move. good, I, th- I think they have a good matchup. Like the Timberwolves match up kind of well against them. They've got enough pieces. I don't think that they can like defend to the level that they need to, but I do think that when they're clicking, they can score and, and make it kind of interesting. So yeah, I, I think there's a chance for like uh, the Timberwolves to put a little miles on the Grizzlies, which you know I think is important no matter you know whether we advance or not, just for the overall picture of the playoffs. For sure. And just you know, just in case we do win round one, like I, the thought of like Memphis and a young Memphis team who's obviously good. They won 56 games this year. Um, playing them in the second round, like that, that doesn't scare me. So, all right, let's. Uh, did you watch many of their games this year? <laughs> I did, but you know, I they don't, know, they, don't they don't have Jokic. You so. guys were saying you're the Suns, but I didn't want to play the Grizzlies. Is my whole thing. So. <laughs> the Suns are. I don't. I don't want to play either. I think they're yeah. both beaters. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, I mean, I, I will say Golden State at full strength scares me a lot more than the Grizzlies, but maybe I, maybe I'm just like thinking of recent, you know, years and, and the Warriors winning, but let's move on. We already talked about Denver, Golden State. Let's move on to Phoenix. Probably, and the Clippers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Jill, who who do you think is going to win the last playing game? And what do you think this series? I don't know. The Pelicans game last night was really fun. Um, so I'm going to bet them to win, but they're going to lose to Phoenix in four. So that's not even going to be a series. So either either team is going to lose in four to me. So yeah, Mike. Phoenix in five. 
Who do you got them playing? Uh, I don't think it matters. Yeah, uh, pick. I, okay. Uh, I don't know. Like Paul, Paul George was amazing for like 36 minutes and then didn't have the stamina to like finish the game. So if the uh, Pelicans can stick around, then I would bet on them if there's a close game to win it. And if the Clippers can like put them away and, you know, in the way that they couldn't put away the T-Wolves, even though they were, far and away the better team in the first quarter should have won the quarter by 15 and they win that game. So I, I don't know. It's uh that's a coin flip for me. And I don't want to, I don't want to pick. I'm just going to say Phoenix in five against whoever they Bye. play. All right. I'm I, gonna I, also go. like, I also like the Clippers and the Pels like CJ is so cool. And it's amazing that he's not a division rival for us anymore. Agree. I do like both teams. They both have, Really fun supporting cast. I do think CJ prevails in this one and then gets swept by the Suns. All right, let's move on to the East. We got Philly and Toronto as the 4-5, which I think is the most intrigue. Well, no, yeah. sorry. The second most intriguing first-round matchup after, him. after Boston-Brooklyn. Um, Mike, I'll start with you. Billy Toronto, who you got in that one? Um, I think Raptors in six. Jill? I got Raptors in seven. Because how funny would that be if Joel and B didn't make the second round again? <laughs> I also have the Raptors. I think I think Raptors in six. Um, just you know, James Harden's playoff history. This is these are going to be like slow grinded out games, probably barely over a hundred points. If that Toronto is a super physical team, they but they don't really have anyone that can guard um, Embiid. So I think he'll probably go for close to forty every night. But um, yeah, I still think the Raptors prevail. All right, let's go to the three six matchup: Milwaukee against Chicago. Uh, Mike, what you got? Bucks in four. Don't need to say anything else. <laughs> I actually picked Chicago to make it out of the East a few months ago after, <laughs> before their demise. <laughs> so I hate to say it, but Milwaukee in five. Chicago looks terrible. Yeah, Chicago has <laughs> has collapsed. Um, Bucks in four as well. All right, my favorite matchup of the first round: <laughs> Boston. Against Brooklyn. Wait, would you say Kevin Durant's your favorite player? Favorite non-nugget, yes. I feel like you love I, I love Kevin Durant. <laughs> yeah, you do. And, uh, and I currently am wearing Kyrie. Not currently, but I'm currently <laughs> playing with Kyrie's shoes, and I love them. So, yeah. Shout I don't, out. I don't, shout out to Kyrie. <laughs> <laughs> he made him himself. Yeah. Voice for the voiceless. Let's go. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, Mike, what you got in this series? Uh, Boston in five. Oh. Oh my God. Okay. You got no. You can get no love for Brooklyn. Uh, Brooklyn's great. They just don't have enough guys. Boston in yeah. five. Well, I don't know if Ben Simmons comes back. I got Brooklyn in six. I have Brooklyn as well. Um, this the reason this matchup is so intriguing to me is just because of how many. Like national media people are really on like the Boston train and betting against um, 
kind of just looking past Brooklyn and, you know, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, two of the best players in the NBA. I think Brooklyn wins it in six. Um, I'm, I'm going to be very intrigued to see like Jason Tatum's playoff performance and like how he looks. Obviously Brooklyn has zero depth and KD and Kyrie are really going to have to, you know, carry this team, especially like they have a couple injuries um, the team's dealing with. So yeah, I'm going to go with Brooklyn, but I think, I think this should be a really fun one. All right. Do we want to do who, do we want to do anything beyond first round or just do that for now? Just for now. First, yeah, first round for now. And we'll, cool. we'll we'll come back we'll come back next week around this time for a you know playoff update. Yeah, let's do it. Um, do you guys know who has the worst TV schedule out of all of these team series? Uh, a Nuggets fan in Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> Ten p.m. Like Ten p.m. guys. Like uh, no. So Jazz. everyone got at least an ESPN like a, at least two or three ESPN ABC or TNT games and like the Mavs. Utah got like all the NBA TV games that no one can watch. Yeah, that series, unless Luke is playing. The NBA hates Utah. Let's just spit it. That's true. They do. Dwayne Wade doesn't, though. No, he's regretting (laughs) it, though. Worst purchase of the year. Just kidding. That's awesome. Um, All right. Cool. That's it for now. Go Nugs. Go Nugs. Let's get it. Go Nugs. Go Nugs.